with a closer look at the news and events affecting Prince George. Welcome to After 9 on 93.1 CFIS-FM. Well, good morning, everyone, and Happy New Year's. This is Echo Wiley with you here on the Monday morning version of After 9. We like to call the Monday morning wake-up call. I am blessed again to have my friend Phyllis back with me. Things are happy new year. Thank you, Phyllis. It's good to have you here. And um, as I've yabbled in the past year, I've kind of been experimenting with veganism and I threw out the farmer's markets and stuff, discovered a lovely lady that I was really happy to meet and I've so enjoyed all of her food and her food truck. That would be the Veg Head Killer Food. And it's Michelle Frechette. She's a local girl and we're we're so happy to have her here on the radio with us. Hi, Michelle. Hi, good morning. Good morning. It's um, a big thing. A lot of people are turning to go towards veganism these days. Or Absolutely. Ve- yeah, and, and there's different levels of it, too. When we were communicating, you had mentioned that you're you're not a, a vegetarian yourself, necessarily. You tend that way. but um, Yeah, I'm actually not vegan or okay. vegetarian. Well, there you go. I'm plant-based, uh-huh, which there. is basically just... My way of telling people not to pay attention to what I'm eating. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's an amazing description because um, it, I've had health people tell me don't cut out meat and all this stuff. But I found when I did, it was really quite amazing on how I felt because I do suffer from chronic pain and mm-hmm. I have some uh, different problems, you know, health wise. And I found a good proportion of them when I basically cut meat out completely, yeah. uh, which I managed to do for almost two months. I th- two months, I think I cheated three times, but m- my life was changed, like utterly. Yeah. I mean, not all bodies are the same. They don't require the same nutrients in the same way that other people do. There's lots of different ways to get the the nutrients that you get from meat. Um, Some main things to note is that if you are going to cut meat out completely, um, that you want to be taking a B12 supplement and you want to be taking an omega-3 supplement. Uh, Those are just two things that uh, vegans need to have in order to maintain a healthy and and healthy there's unhealthy vegan things as well i mean a person should kind of stay away from meat and uh there's certain ways like i've done a lot of studying and and watching programs and reading because of the chronic pain issue i've had since 1987 um i found a book called prescriptions for nutritional healing at ave maria and they used to sell it at Costco that was absolutely amazing. I would, would definitely recommend it for, for everybody. It's just an absolutely fabulous book. And it really made me realize that what we put in our bodies is huge. And we've been forced so, so unfairly by the food, uh, administrations and the, the way that our food is distributed, stored and, supplied to us there's a lot of bad things that are involved with a non-local um delivered food like preservatives um anti-molding they put they spray demolders and stuff i i personally try to stay away from like shoulds Mm -hmm. um you know i think people should do what makes them feel good. Yeah. And um, as far as, like, anti-molding and preservatives and things like that, there's absolutely that in meat products, but there's 
absolutely that in just your everyday products Fruit as well. Fruit vegetables this is, is what I'm saying to wash them and yeah. things like that. And it's good to, um, I even saw something the other day. I was reading about kosher and halal. Mm-hmm. And uh, they say that you should kind of soak your meat in vinegar or just give it a little wash with vinegar water to, to kill the old blood and stuff. I mean, there's certain things you can do that can make your health much, much better um, uh, yeah, in that I, context. I actually, I've never heard of that, but I mean, I don't eat a lot of meat. So I, uh, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Well, my, I'm, I'm looking at my own age catching up on me, and I have older relatives that I really care for, and I'd noticed the big thing for me was at Christmas, the turkeys. You get one of those seasoned turkeys, and yeah. it's been sitting soaked in salt brine and water, and a lot of our meats that we're getting, they're injected with, with things to yeah, add weight and, and plumping agents, and, and it's stuff like that that just is facilitating business and not necessarily great for our own health what was it well let's let's get off of this topic for now and what made you decide to do a food truck to begin with uh well i always have been the cook in my family and uh, i've always enjoyed feeding people that's how i show my love and the idea always appealed to me because of the freedom that it allows and the creativity and and I've always been one that people either love me or hate me. There isn't much of an in-between. <laughs> so the idea of being able to control my work situation, my, you know, get rid of all of the politics. Like, they just, absolutely you know, disappear. Snap, blink, they're gone. Mm-hmm. And it's just me and the people I choose to surround myself with. Perfect. So I don't have to worry about a boss. I don't have to check in at a particular time. Most days. <laughs> um, you know, it definitely has been an eye-opener since I've opened just last August. Uh, what really goes into it, it's a lot harder than I anticipated. Yeah, uh, There's a lot of work behind the scenes that people don't see, but when I'm doing it, it doesn't really feel the same. It doesn't feel like work. You know, it just it's tiring. It's, it's physically demanding a lot of the time, but it it's exactly where I want to be. Well, you go into it with that attitude, like you said, of love. That's kind of how you're you're sharing a, a, a you know, compassionate, loving thing, whether it's yeah. with your family or whether it's with the people that you're you're um, contributing to, because really you are contributing. I, I found when I went down, it's very difficult to find oh, yeah. somewhere that that is vegan based. So I'm I, what was your driving force to kind of go that direction? Edge head killer food. Um, well, I have been plant based going on about five years now. Awesome. And, you know, there's definitely peaks and valleys in my eating and not eating, you know, cheese. Oh, so good. <laughs> but <Yeah. laughs> that's the toughest. And I yeah. just refuse to give up butter, so there's no way. Oh, well, you know what? <laughs> that one's easy. There's some really great, like, butter, quote-unquote, alternatives that oh. taste like butter. Oh, tell me, other than margarine, because yeah, I despise I'm not, margarine. I'm not a margarine person. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I never have been. Um, some, Well, the one that I use is the Good Earth one. It's, oh, okay. That's my favorite. But there are there are some really good ones. The I can never pronounce it properly. Ghee? There's something called oh, ghee. Oh, ghee is actually just a derivative of butter. That's, that's, not, that's what I was thinking, yeah, too. That's yeah, that's definitely dairy. But... Um, 
They have Mykonos, the one with the good cheese. Oh, yeah. yeah. They have a butter as well. Oh, okay. And that one's a little on the pricey side, but it is so good. Really? So it's But, I mean, butter's expensive, too. So, I mean, whatever. As as Is it somehow, what's it made out of if it's not a dairy? A lot of them are made with um, a palm oil. Oh, okay. But, you know, you're trading one devil for the other. Yeah, and, and then the palm oil thing is really bad because apparently it's... Some are made with canola oil. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, you know, I had a friend, the actually the person that inspired me and encouraged me in a really beautifully passive way, um, my friend Leopold, uh, he... He said to me, he used to sit at a grocery store when he went vegan, I don't know, like... 10 years ago or something like that, like a long time. And he said in his early years, he would sit in the grocery store with a bottle of glass ketchup that was uh, like a glass bottle that wasn't organic and an organic ketchup in a plastic bottle. (laughs) And he would just like (laughs) stare at them and, and just like, Oh, I don't know. And like way back and forth. And it just weighed on him so heavily. Oh, you can lose your mind thinking about it. Absolutely. You know, like, Oh, I'm not eating dairy, but I'm eating palm oil. And, And, and I'm, I'm not the expert. I'm not advocating anybody to do anything they don't want to do. Exactly. I'm all about delicious food that happens to be made from plants. I don't want people to be sacrificing any bit of flavor, any bit of satisfaction, anything for the food. And that's the way I eat. Um, When I cook for myself, it's vegan. And... It is so delicious. Like, I never feel like I'm missing out on anything. I, I found that I didn't when I had the farmer's market to go to, right? Yeah. I had those amazing zucchinis, you know. <laughs> oh, my God, the zucchinis. There was so many of them. And I found every day I was just chowing those down and all of the fresh stuff and everything. Mm-hmm. But then I found a real struggle when it came to not having the farmer's market anymore so readily available the one yeah. out in in um willow river and this one here and and then i started to kind of slip and i fell back into the meat thing and yeah and that's another thing that my friend leo like i was blessed to have him in my life when i was starting this well in general still but uh in particular at that time i yeah i would I would want my actions to align with my morals, but it's not always that easy. It is getting easier and easier and easier and easier, Mm -hmm. but it is, you know, your eating habits are ingrained in you right from... Oh, it's it's just... Right from your childhood. Learned behaviors. Yeah. Yeah. And there's often times when my mind is clouded or I've got other things going on and I can't think of anything vegan to eat. The things that come into my mind is like shepherd's pie or, you know, these these meals that I grew up eating and it's just a process having the right stuff on hand um, and and the big thing is being kind to yourself above all yes your physical health is intertwined so much with your mental health and if you're not eating you're not fueling your body mm-hmm. because you're worried about not eating the right food it's just this vicious cycle. Well, if you're not so, like you were saying, you uh, you just don't know sometimes, but there's a lot of antibiotics being pumped into the meats. There's some really bad things going on with the way they treat 
animals and you were saying that our mind and our body are so intertwined mm. well that has a lot to do with the gut biome and how much of of um your good and bad bacteria are in your stomach and apparently the antibiotics and a lot of these things are killing off what we do have in our stomach as far as a gut biome and they're they're literally connecting it to alzheimer's Oh, which wow. it is Alzheimer's month this month. So that's a good thing to bring up. So that's one reason I wanted to do this show. Um, you might not be up on the antibiotic stuff and everything like that, but, but I have been. Um, yeah. There's a TV show on called The Game Changers. Right. And it's produced by Jackie Chan and Arnold Schwarzenegger. And it's about elite athletes. And not that we're elite athletes, but it has such good information within this show. And the University of Florida, just in November, and and through the fall last year, discovered about this gut biome issue and how we're killing it, and it's leading to dementia and Alzheimer's. That's interesting. Yes, yes. So definitely please look into that a little bit because, you know, it's uh, good information just to have out with everybody. Uh, Another tidbit that I got from my friend was that, you know, I would try to watch those videos, and for me, there's... There's a few different um, categories that most plant-based people fall into, you know, like environmental, health, and um, ethical. Yes, the reasons of... The reasons, uh, like yes. the base reason. And it's not for me that I don't care about those other things, but my main my main drive is ethical. Mm-hmm. And so I'd be already, you know... The vast majority of my diet is plant-based, and I'm, like, seeing these awful videos, and they make me so sad. Oh, you mean of the farms? The and farms, the, oh and, and just, God. like, all this other scientific information that's <laughs> far too big for my brain. Right. And, uh, you know, my friend Leo, he just he swooped in, and he's just like, you're, you're preaching to the choir. You're trying to convert the converted. Mm-hmm. And so, personally, not that I don't think that those things are absolutely valid for the people that are interested in them, um, I'm... Oh. A full-time student. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. deal with my mental health. Yeah. Um, I yeah. I also run my business, and I work on the side, and I have a life, right? So yeah. I only have so much, uh, <clears throat> so many spoons in a day. As, exactly, as exactly. And, and what the thing is for me is that we're not being informed about these things so that we can make healthy and decisions is where I'm going at. I mean, a lot of people say, oh, I... I won't eat animals because I won't eat anything with a face, right? (laughs) That makes sense. I've I've literally heard people say that to me. And uh, I believe that ethically. But personally, it boils down to what is optimum health, what is not poisoning my body. So, you know, when I bring my vegetables home, I choose to wash them in squeezed half lemon with salt water. I wash all my vegetables gets all the mold, the dust, the toxins off of them. Then I dry them and put them in the fridge. And then and you'll be surprised at how much longer things like your lettuce keeps. Interesting, even. yeah. Uh, it's shocking. Instead of lasting four days in the fridge, literally your lettuce, when you do that, will last up to two weeks. Yeah. And, and the thing is, too, is that uh, a lot of meat... Has grown with steroids. Yes, the steroids and the antibiotics. Yeah. So then we're feeding it to our kids, and we're wondering, gee, how come they're getting so big? Young girls are developing the growth hormones more earlier. You know, yes, mm-hmm. growth hormones, steroids. You know, but 
these are other issues for people to think about. Yeah, well, there's uh, there's ways to eat meat that don't involve steroids. And for those that choose to, I think that those are absolutely awesome channels. I mean, if you're not ethically put off by, you know, the life cycle of eating meat, and I have absolutely no problem with that whatsoever. Um, You know, there's lots of farms around town here that are absolutely steroid-free. Exactly, exactly. You know, quote unquote, ethical meat uh, that, you know, if that fits with your path, then that's great. Mm-hmm. And, and I think everybody should lean towards being healthy. And I think it's being around long enough that people realize that the meat locally grown mm-hmm. it, and, you know, local They're moving away general. from, well, with the it's, flooding and everything down on the lower mainland and, and the amount of loss of the animals, um, where I think we're probably going to change and look at the way we do our industrial farming. Well, we got to take a quick break here right now and we'll be back talking about possible veganism, not veganism, but plant-based as a, as a majority diet here on After Nine. Hello, I'm Carlos Núñez, the Galician Piper. We're the Ducks. Hey, this is Tim Brennan with the Dropkick Murphys. Hey, this is Dave King from Flag and Molly. Sean Smith from Lunaset. Karen Casey here. This is Ian Byrne from The Elders. Join me, Patricia Fraser, for the best Celtic music mix. Celt in a Twist, Canada's contemporary Celtic radio hour. Celt in a Twist with your host, Patricia Fraser. Tuesday nights at 8, following Fiddle Fest with AJ, here on 93.1 CFIS-FM. Family Caregivers of BC's Caregivers Connect meets the second and fourth Thursday of each month. This virtual support group brings people from across the province together around a mutual experience of caregiving for a family member or friend. It's a time for reassurance where caregivers can realize they are not alone. Pre-registration is needed for each session. Registration and full details are available through familycaregiversbc.ca. Caregivers Connect. BC's virtual caregiver support group the second and fourth Thursday of each month from 2 to 3.30. Advocate Life and Education Services is in need of a sonographer for their Prince George office. The successful candidate will operate Advocate's new Samsung ultrasound machine to give clients the vital information they need. The ideal candidate should share Advocate's life-affirming values. This is a permanent part-time position with flexible days and hours. For more information, email marie at advocate.ca. Advocate Life and Education Services, bringing hope to women and families. Forecast from Environment Canada, mainly cloudy today, clearing late this afternoon. Wind from the south at 30 and a high of 2. Tonight, increasing cloudiness, a few flurries overnight with a risk of freezing rain. South winds continue and low of 0. For Tuesday, mainly cloudy, more south winds, temperature steady near 0. Keeping you up to date on current news and events in and around Prince George. This is After 9 on 93.1 CFIS-FM. Hello, hello. Welcome back. We are talking with Veg Head Killer food truck owner, Michelle Frechette. And uh, so happy she's bringing it to town, a little bit of the vegetarianism, even though she isn't a sworn vegetarian herself. That's what makes it so wonderful. It's uh, it's really refreshing that... Was it because of your friend you decided to go mainly vegan, or was it just the trending or the no. lack of any place to go for veg? No, I uh, I had a big change in my life five years ago. I moved back to town, and I did a lot of self 
self-care and self-exploration. And I decided that in general, I want my my actions to align with my morals. And that, that affected a lot of different areas of my life. And uh, the food was just one of them. And although personally, I think that there is room in a healthy diet, a healthy ethical, you know, diet for meat. Um, I didn't feel comfortable eating meat that I couldn't kill myself. That was my thing. (laughs) I've, you know, I didn't feel like I could do that. So I didn't want to pursue that. And that's not everybody's, that's not like a rule of thumb for anyone to take if they, you know, if it doesn't ring true to them, but that's what rang true to me. And so I started working from that. Right on. I'm I'm following that same path kind of thing right now. And what I'm, what's weird is the transitioning of the products in your house. Mm-hmm. As, as becoming a vegan, you think, okay, I'll go buy some vegetables. But yeah. then you go, well, what do I do with this now? Yeah. So I'm learning things like you can make an amazing craft, vegan craft dinner uh, with cashews oh, and yeah. dietary yeast. Yeah, and a couple of other things. I like to make mine with uh, butternut squash. Oh my goodness! Mm. Yeah, it's wow, it's like a really depth and real depth and flavor. No doubt. I've just been getting into the squashes. I don't know about any of them at all. And uh, I tried at the Oak Room. There, I think it was butternut squash ravioli and it was very good yeah and so then i tried it another time and it kind of tasted like it had been frozen not fresh or something <laughs> like it was the first time so it was like oh my goodness what are you doing with that and uh so what do you do to how do you convert like what are the staples of a of a vegan everybody's be different vegan kitchen? yeah every everyone approaches it a different way yeah I'm, finding, I'm approaching it as being lost i'm yeah. really lost <laughs> Uh, a big thing is just like don't don't just I shouldn't say don't I wouldn't recommend just jumping into you know tofu and raw vegetables like if you don't enjoy what you're eating you're not going to keep going well with that's it. what I was thinking there about are, spices I'd yeah. like to learn about what spices are good to yeah well know. I mean spices are vegan across mm-hmm. the board totally truly. <laughs> in general I shouldn't yep. say across the board there are some spice blends that are not and you know, the, what, like what would that be like? Uh, like if you're buying like, like um, let's say those packet seasonings. Oh, oh. with all the pres- this um, extra chemical yeah. stuff in them and things. Well, yeah. some of them don't have extra chemicals. It's not necessarily that. It's just like okay. So one of my tricks mm-hmm. that I use is you can get like a ranch or a country dill season packet. And if you look on the shelf, they look exactly the same. But if you read the back, one is vegan and one's not. Oh, okay. And the thing that I look for in stores is delicious food that happens to be vegan. You know, it's, there's, in my mind, you know, just as much as there's a difference between somebody who works at Subway and a, and a sandwich artist. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> there's a difference between <clears throat> vegan products and food that happens to be vegan. So there's lots of things. It might just be substituting a brand for another brand, and you would still have the exact same ingredients in your fridge. You know, shortening, vegan. Mm -hmm. Oreos, vegan. Most pasta, vegan. Um, There's lots of staples that we already use that are like that. And then for what I find the more difficult things, the dairy is... uh, 
is a is one of the biggest changes uh, for me. I didn't have a problem. Uh, the only thing that I find really difficult with uh, vegan cheese is the hard cheese. It's hard to find a good melting cheese, and I think anybody would agree to that. Yeah. There are a few good ones. Chow is my favorite. Oh, okay. But it is quite pricey. Um, yeah, it just it just depends on what you're making. The easiest things, like a cashew, will make an amazing cheese cream sauce, you know, get some coconut milk. Mm-hmm. You can use coconut milk in so many different ways. Um, for those that are choosing to get rid of egg out of their diet, if you're not choosing a local egg person, like I eat eggs, I've got a lady that just drops them off at my house. Nice. Um, I, I, but yeah. if you if you have an allergy or you have a preference to not eat eggs, then you can easily you know there's chia seed eggs, apple seed or sorry applesauce egg. You know there's actual egg replacement. There's aquafaba. There's banana. There's it, it depends on what you're making. You'll find more. Um, It'll be more challenging when you're doing baking. Mm-hmm. I, I discovered chana flour, which is chana. Chickpea, yeah, flour. chickpea flour. Oh, my God. I made these turmeric pancakes. They're really thin. They're way thinner. And they're yeah. just made with water, turmeric, salt, and, and this chana flour. And with, like, you chop up some green onions or mushrooms or whatever. It was They were absolutely uh, delicious. I was shocked. Yeah. And and it was, like, a two-second thing. And, and if I had made wheat used wheat to do those pancakes with, I would have just felt like mungy-gungy on it, and it would have been real not so good at all. Okay, we got to take another quick break here, and we'll be back more talking with veghead killer food owner Michelle Frechette. CNC has a new program available to guide entrepreneurial-minded Indigenous youth on how to take their business ideas from concept to reality. The Laclaise Way Hut Business Startup Program provides students with 12 weeks of training to gain the knowledge and confidence to start a business or further their education. Open to youth aged 15 to 29, applications and full details can be accessed through the link on the events page at cfisfm.ca. Laclaise Way Hut Business Startup, January 17 to March 21st at CNC. Cold Snap, the Prince George Winter Music Festival, is back for its 15th year. The popular festival runs from January 28th to February 5th. All evening shows and Cold Snap for Kids will be presented at the Prince George Playhouse in front of a reduced capacity audience at a reasonable ticket price and live streamed for a nominal fee. As well, free Cold Snap daytime outreach workshops are scheduled, which will also be live streamed for free. Cold Snap, the Prince George Winter Music Festival, January 28th to February 5th. For more information, visit their website, coldsnapfestival.com. Recycle your old or broken eyewear, and it could improve someone's life in another country. Donation is easy as the Spruce City Lions Club has a Recycle for Sight collection box in the Seniors Resource Center at 7th and Victoria. Simply bring in your old eyewear and drop them off. Donated glasses will be cleaned, categorized by prescription, and prepared for distribution free of charge to people in developing countries. The Lions Recycle for Sight. Donate your old eyeglasses today at 721 Victoria Street. Vantage Point is offering a capacity lab starting February 16th. A capacity lab blends in-class learning with expert consulting to produce a capacity-enhancing plan for your nonprofit organization. Senior staff and board members are invited to explore best ways to move your organization forward. Registration and full details can be found through the training link at thevantagepoint.ca. 
Vantage Point's Capacity Lab. Seven Wednesdays over five months starting February 16th. Application deadline is January 16th. It's after nine on Prince George's Community Station, 93.1 CFIS-FM. Hello, hello. We're back and we're talking plant-based foods with Michelle Frechette from Veghead Killer Food. And um, it's just, it's all so confusing. I mean, uh, you even listen to news guys go, oh my God, what's the next latest fad diet, blah, blah. We get information so much, but it boils down to preservatives, I think, um, getting the right kinds of proteins, staying away from preservatives, I think, is the one of the killer worst things. I discovered as I was researching cheese, because <clears throat> we were just talking dairy is something that can be up and down, and as a lactose or intolerance intolerant person i was told by a doctor that i should stick to because my child of course had to eat had to have some kind of stuff like this and he said well stay with mozzarella well-worked cheeses he said white cheese don't go yellow cheese try to stay away from cheddar and as i was researching them i found out that some parmesans and azagios and some of those cheeses have like 32 percent protein in them whereas the cheddars are down around 12 and stuff and that that myself was a, a big thing so anybody who's just trying to cut those things out uh, might look at stuff like that as far as health goes have you discovered any wonderful products you were just talking about a milk product that you liked in during the break yeah well there's lots of dairy alternatives like so many and my favorite milk that was an easy one to give up for me even though i loved milk before mm-hmm. um it was an easy transition and i kind of cycle through them i go you know cashew oat but right now i'm really on milkadamia it's from costco you can get them in a big box and and they're so convenient and they're just so delicious they're not too sweet but it kind of tastes like marshmallow milk <laughs> oh really and is it thicker because no. that's what bothered me was um i like the cashew milk because it was more like whole no. milk it was a bit of a it's body to it oh it's is it thin. okay yeah. and the macadamia is made from macadamia or the milkadamia is macadamia yeah. nuts. that's that's awesome yeah the milkadamia is very thin but i also tended toward like one percent or something like that if i were when i was drinking milk so i like the thin stuff i don't really care for the, the thick stuff soy milk is good if you like thicker yeah i've been trying to stay away from the soya just because i've discovered that fermented soya is probably the best way you're supposed to eat soy i guess for a lot of people but that's up in the air too you know they'll say well it's all marketing we're listening to marketing and do we really have a really good information for health it's it's just really difficult to navigate yeah i mean i would uh I would definitely advocate for a healthy lifestyle, and a lot of the food that is on my truck happens to be healthy, but again, it's really not my focus. Mm -hmm. Nobody comes to a taco truck and is like, I'm going to get this really healthy taco, you know? Yeah, (laughs) yeah. So so you are actually serving uh, meat tacos on your truck as well? No? No. Okay. Have you ever heard of... um, uh, a a thing called Victorian Apothecary? No. Victoria Apothecary? It's... um, a business out of Victoria that creates herb mixtures and stuff, you know, like dilly lemon and things like that. And they actually, um, the, when I was out at the farmer's market, the girl that runs the farmer's market out at Willow river, she actually sells this stuff. And I've, I've known about it for years being from Victoria, but I had not really bought too much of their product. And she goes, Oh, well, we've got a, um, a taco mix. They have a 
pea-based vegan meat taco-based mix that's like five bucks a pack, and it makes you two huge things of tacos. Like, I made the the thing up in one pack, and I should have split it in half. But There's lots of And it was delicious. It was quite delicious. I was sh- quite shocked. Yeah. There's lots of different ways to make tacos without meat. I bought some in the, um, in the superstore, some sausages. I thought, okay, here, I'm going vegan sausages. Well, then I get this, like, MSGBO, you know, and, and all the preservatives and stuff like that. So some of them are, you know, they may be good, but they're they're not um six of one half a dozen of the other exactly so you got to be really careful one thing i did learn that's good to look for is you want things that are preserved with a mixed tocopherols rather than some of the other um chemically you know micro whatever (laughs) any of those chemical name preservatives that when you go to buy food one thing i learned on canada am years ago is that when you look at the back and you're looking at the ingredients the ingredient list whatever's the most is the first thing and it goes in your list of ingredients right down to the smallest amount of of something yeah and and that's how you can tell and when you're looking at the back of that then you can see that you have a lot of preservatives or not so many preservatives. Like when you're looking at a juice, when you look at a fruit juice and you're buying it, it says from concentrate, that's not what you apparently want to buy. Um, you want to buy 100% pure unsweetened or whatever. The Diabetic Association actually states that you shouldn't give a child more than five ounces of juice in a glass. And that's not what happens with no. kids. So, so our portion sizes in Canada are, are, are way off. Yeah, from what you know, the the guide would say. Mm-hmm. Well, it's it, it's just a matter of health, and and I guess taking it easy on not having too much of one thing and not another. But, uh, yeah, I think there's a lot of different versions of health. And uh, I think there's a, a lot of different ways to live that you feel comfortable with, and that if you're someone like me, that your morals align with your actions. And I think that um, it's a lot easier to stand from the side and say somebody should or shouldn't do something. Yeah, I'm not so much saying people should or shouldn't do things. I'm just wanting them to be aware of the things that they may not be aware. I mean, of course, everyone gets to make their own choice which way they go one way or the other. But um, we're being fed a lot of things that we don't know we're being fed is basically the point that I'm trying to make. So... Back to with your truck. It's it's just fascinating. I love the whole idea of food trucks. Um, are you able to use your truck in the winter? Yeah, my, my truck is still insured. Excellent. And, uh, you know, when it was really cold, I wasn't doing anything. No, but no, because things will break then. Yeah. You don't even want to be doing that. Yeah. No, uh, uh, coming up, I've got some pretty exciting stuff going on. Right on. Uh, I've been doing a lot of, like, catering. I did a big Thanksgiving dinner. I did a Christmas dinner. I did all sorts of treat trays and appetizers and stuff like that. And this month I've got a big um, retreat that I'm cooking for. Awesome. Yoga retreat. Also, the Good Food Box has asked me to participate and provide some products for them so that people can do the add-ons to their food boxes. Excellent. So pretty soon you'll be seeing veg head killer food, <clears throat> corn tortillas, fresh tortillas. Ooh, available. awesome. Yeah. Nice, mm-hmm. nice. Um, yeah. Do you um, go to 
Excuse me. Do you ever go to festivals and stuff like that? Is well, that part of your plan? Or? I only opened last August. Right, right. So between COVID and such a late start in the year, I did not get to any festivals last year. I'm hoping to to catch a few this year if it happens. Right, right. Um, yeah. Did you get the message that I sent you there that uh, yeah, the I OTL's that. looking for for a truck? Yeah, yeah I, I hope to hear from them. Yeah, I'm sure you will. I'm sure you will. That's great. Yeah, I get people that reach out to me pretty regularly, and uh, I'm always happy to accommodate. Definitely, definitely. Okay, we got to take another quick break, and we will be right back with more After 9. For more than 20 years, Prince George residents have united with communities across the country to support the annual Relay for Life. The Canadian Cancer Society is urgently seeking volunteers for this year's event. The society is hoping to return to in-person events, bringing back the beloved Prince George Relay on June 11th. This won't be possible without a team of dedicated volunteers. For a full list of vacant volunteer roles, visit the links page at cfisfm.com. Interested volunteers can also email relay at cancer.com for more information. Sometimes we create change. Sometimes change happens to us. Vantage Point's Leading and Managing Change is a half-day workshop where you'll explore the human dynamics involved in change. Board members, executive directors, and senior leaders of not-for-profit organizations will learn how to effectively lead their team through a change. Registration and full details are available through the events link at thevantagepoint.ca. Leading and Managing Change, Thursday, February 17th, from 1 to 4 through Vantage Point, transforming not-for-profit leadership. January 22nd and 23rd are the dates for this season's BC Winter Classic. The under-18 AAA Northern Capitals will play on the Saturday afternoon in Vanderhoof and Sunday in Fort St. James against the Fraser Valley Rush, while the under-18 AAA Caribou Cougars will play on the Saturday night and Sunday in Fort St. James against the Fraser Valley Thunderbirds. The BC Winter Classic featuring the under-18 AAA Northern Capitals and under-18 AAA Caribou Cougars. January 22nd and 23rd in Fort St. James and Vanderhoof. Forecast from Environment Canada. Mainly cloudy today, clearing late this afternoon. Wind from the south at 30 and a high of 2. Tonight, increasing cloudiness. A few flurries overnight with a risk of freezing rain. South winds continue and low of 0. For Tuesday, mainly cloudy. More south winds. Temperature steady near 0. Featuring the people who make things happen in Prince George. You're listening to After 9 on 93.1 CFIS-FM. Hello, hello, and we are back, and we're talking plant-based food with Michelle Frechette from Veghead so, Food. Anyway, Michelle, I want to know, um, we were talking about tofu, and you said uh, you serve that on your truck. Uh, sometimes I do, yeah. I call it my uh, hickory hitman tofu. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like to theme all of my food best I can yes. <laughs> with the killer food yeah, yeah. angle. And yeah, I, I marinate my tofu in like a hickory rosemary mix mm. and some browning agents and then yeah grill it up it is awesome it is i've had so many people my favorite moment is when that big burly meat eater you know comes around and they're like oh, i guess i'll try it or their you know their wife gets some or something and then they're like Okay, that was pretty good. <laughs> that is my favorite moment. Absolutely. Yes. And what else do you serve on the tr- from the truck? Yeah, uh, I read Latin base. You're kind yeah, of Latin base. Like a yeah, like a Latin Latin inspired. Not all of my food is like I'm going to say Mexican um, because you know there's so much variety. I don't want to limit myself. Uh, some of the shining stars would be the street corn. 
Mm. Anybody who's been out on the truck has tried the street corn. I uh, had to move to street corn salad after the cob season was over, but this year it'll be coming back. And uh, also the El Salvadorian pupusas are mm. my favorite thing to eat in the world. Wow. <laughs> and and so what is a, is that a, like a roll up or something or no, a pupusa? Uh, what is that? I generally describe it as like. And like an El Salvadorian quesadilla. Oh. Oh, okay. So it's got like corn tortilla on the top and bottom, and then it's got filling inside. So there's all different ways that you can make it. Traditionally, they'd make it with like a meat, a bean, bean and cheese, um, salted zucchini and cheese. All of these are kind of the way they would do it. Normally, I have been doing mine with a cultured cashew and almond cheese as well as refried beans mm. and then you have it dipped in like a warm salsa roja and cordito which is like a pickled cabbage oh yeah it is oh, so wow. good wow that does sound good yeah yeah uh also you'll see all sorts of different types of tacos generally you'll see like the graveyard ground round which is just my textured vegetable protein um and then I rehydrate it with like mushroom stock and a bunch of flavor and have that with a creamy coleslaw. Um, wow. That sounds delicious. good too. <laughs> okay. Okay. I need you down here on the corner. This yeah. week. I, I'm just so struggling with this, uh, trying to become oh a plant based myself. It's well, just like my mouth is literally drooling. Uh, yeah. See, that's, that's what I want to evoke. Like, that's what yeah. my whole thing is just mm-hmm. delicious food. Yeah. I don't want. I struggled to be, at the beginning, um, I struggled when people called me, like, the veggie truck or, you know, the plant-based truck or the vegan truck or whatever. And um, that, I don't know why that bothered me, but it did. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I'm I'm leaning into it because it's the truth. I don't know why. I just, I've been told so many times that, you know, uh, oh, you're going to be missing out on so much money and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, well, one, that's not really what I'm doing it for. And two, no, I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there you go. There's a whole culture outside of the meat and potatoes that is just thriving, thriving and just, you know, so eager and ready to have options in their life that are celiac options. Exactly. I mean, I thought that plant-based exactly. people were committed. No, it's celiac people. Yeah. They are so limited and it kind of happened as a happy accident that corn tortillas happened to be celiac and everything else that I was serving just happened to be celiac. Mm-hmm. So now it's a focus. Um, everything is celiac and 100% plant-based and right. unless it's a special occasion and just having that stuff available. But yeah, like the pupusa, the tacos, um, the street corn and my my uh, namesake with the well I guess not namesake but my logo is a pineapple if you haven't seen it yet yes and so (laughs) I try to incorporate that in lots of different ways but the biggest way is the grilled pineapple skewers oh Oh, yeah so we grill them in brown sugar and cinnamon and then we roll it in toasted coconut and so it's like this warm pineapple pie kind of thing it is so good my mom who doesn't like Anything citrus loves these pineapples. Oh, oh my god, it sounds absolutely fabulous. Yeah. 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 Holy moly. Yeah, but I do also have um, separate menus that I do for weddings or office catering. Um, yeah, it just depends on. And if someone has a request, they just can't yeah. speak to you about it or whatever. Absolutely. But I mean, it must just be just such a 
a flavor fest of new flavors yeah. for folks because for a lot of people they, for yeah, sure for me even even your seasoned vegan you know they come by and they're like oh my god I love when actual Spanish people come like I had a couple of Mexican guests at my truck this summer and uh, I totally made friends with m- this abuela lady <laughs> and she gave me her number in case I need <laughs> any tips and so it was awesome. so awesome and I also had a, a Mexican fella uh, say that it was the he would say it was the best street corn but that his abuela wouldn't be happy with that <laughs> <laughs> so what's the chances of getting you over here I mean they built this little park across from the black clover and by, by the um, the wood building there yeah. and, and they apparently have three spaces for food trucks any chance of you getting on one of those it's, it's an interesting thing because they built that park but still regulate it in a way that trucks aren't allowed downtown Oh my goodness. I'm not allowed to vend off the streets downtown unless there's a special event, in which case they have their own permit. Oh my goodness gracious. I can park on the street, but I am not allowed to vend on the street. I did find a workaround, and I was uh, vending out of a building, Mm -hmm. so people had to go inside to pick up their food. They couldn't come to the door and order, but that, because of the Downtown Business Association's kind of uh grip grip i don't know i think they do a lot of great things yes yes, absolutely i just think that there's room for everyone you know i don't think that somebody coming but like ordering my stuff online and coming directly to me is stealing business from any of the other businesses and for the city to build a park with space for three food trucks they claim the reason why they were going to even put that there so that's kind of disappointing there's hope yeah. Um, Absolutely. And, do you and do again. go job site things? I guess, as you said, your life's pretty full other than the truck itself. Yeah. So. Um, I don't intend currently to do any, like, job site, mm-hmm. you know, the gut truck stop thing. Because it's just not my vibe. Nothing like that. Yeah. Not that I wouldn't be opposed to coming on invitation or something like that. But I also have a great relationship with Books and Company. and Awesome. When and when it starts to heat back up, I will be parked out back on Tuesdays like I was before. Oh, uh, I was doing Tamale Tuesdays um, right. behind Books and Company. Um, but as far as an everyday thing, you haven't quite rolled into that I, yet? I honestly, I don't have time. The time, right. Uh, yeah, I've got a full course load. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. So come summer, I'll be back to full time. Right. Are you uh, to get personal here? Sorry, are you studying food food issues or okay? Right on. No, um, I'm going to be a teacher. Oh, outstanding! Right on. Well, there you go. That's awesome. Well, man, I am so happy that you are doing this in town for for us. It's just wonderful. And and what I've eaten of your truck, which three of the things you said I haven't, (laughs) uh, that I can't wait to try again. Now, when's the next time we can see any any um, action from you? as far as us being able to come and... I don't have a specific date, but I'm always available. I can drive my truck to people's houses, which I have done in the past. Mm-hmm. Um, I am available for like lunch catering for offices. I can do like a build-your-own-taco platters really easily. Awesome. Um, uh, weddings are always 
available, but in particular now with not being able to spend any time indoors in, in a group setting with the new restrictions. So how does everybody get a hold of you if they're interested in having you come by? Or maybe there might even be a business that wants you to come and show up to feed the employees for a day or something. That's what yeah. I was getting at is more of like my son works at Arctic. So for sure. there's like 10 guys in there that order their lunches from from like Homesteader. And then they drive down there every day, so they're paying that much. If you, they had a truck that would come to their shop, they would be much interested in something like that. The easiest way to get a hold of me for any any project whatsoever would be through my Facebook page. Okay. My phone number is on there, if that's your preference. Uh, that also works for me, but yeah. And that's I'm, ki- I'm really responsive with my Facebook. Excellent. That's Killer Veg, or veg Head Killer Foods. Yes. Right. Yeah, that's my awesome. website is currently under construction, so it will be up hopefully by the summer. Well, it'll It'll be up by the summer. (laughs) Definitely, definitely. Well, I just want to thank you so much for coming on today. Thank you so much for having me. Hey, no problem. I hope to have you again, and we can have another good conversation about how to evolve folks, hopefully, into a plant-based life. Was uh, it's an interesting journey, I got to tell you that, and it's sometimes you struggle learning it. But okay, so this has been Michelle Frechette from. Veg Head Killer Food, food truck here out of Prince George. I hope you support her and uh, we'll be seeing lots more from her in the future. Thank you, Michelle. Thanks. Recycle your old, even broken eyewear with Lions Recycle for Sight. All eyewear is acceptable with children's glasses especially needed. Donated glasses are shipped to the Canadian Lions Eyeglass Recycling Centre where they are cleaned, repaired, categorized by prescription and prepared for distribution free of charge to people in developing countries. Donation is easy as the Spruce City Lions Club has a Recycle for Sight collection box at the Seniors Resource Centre at 721 Victoria Street. Donate your old eyeglasses today. School District 57 has issued notice of election by voting for the Prince George Trustee Electoral Area. General Voting Day will be open to qualified electors on Saturday, January 15th from 8 to 8 at Glenview, Heritage, Malaspina and Pineview Elementary Schools, as well as Van Bien Training Centre. There is no need to pre-register, but you will be required to produce two pieces of identification as proof of residency and identity. Full details of the School District 57 by-election process and rules are available at sd57.b. OceanWise is currently hiring for a number of great positions. Their mission is to inspire the global community to increase its understanding, wonder, and appreciation for our oceans. It's work that matters with an organization focused on protecting and restoring the world's oceans, which in turn helps keep our planet alive. To learn more about OceanWise, visit ocean.org. To check out the incredible career opportunities currently available, click on the careers link on the drop-down menu at ocean.org. Org. School District 57 has work for a Claytley Tanay First Nations artist. The opportunity is for the artist to work directly with the school district to design Indigenous art pieces to be displayed in and around local schools. Work will also include changing logos to Indigenous design. Interested artists can contact the Claytley Tanay Education Officer by emailing education at claytley.ca. That's a call for Claytley Tanay First Nations artists to work directly with School District 57. Deadline for interest submissions is Monday. January 17th. Thank you for tuning in and staying tuned to After 9 on 93.1 CFIS-FM. Hello. Yes, we're back and we just had an amazing lady here. That was Michelle Frechette and she started a business that I hope will 
take Prince George by storm. I can't wait to try those pineapple things, hey, Phyllis? Oh, yeah. That's yeah, insane. And tofu. Oh, yeah, and that too. her little quesadilla that she was talking about. I, I tried the bre- breakfast one, and that's what got me so on her, like the picante sauce, and just everything was like, oh, my God, and right in the middle of trying to convert to veganism, it was crazy. And as she said, there's a, a whole... Um, uh, milieu of people out there that are really looking into this as I am myself uh, to the point where Victoria has recently released a thing where they're hoping to have 30% of their restaurants vegan. They were trying to make yeah. it a bylaw. And, and the thing is too is when, when we're looking or at vegetarian based I guess uh, package uh, items and like you were saying, we have to look at the back to see what is listed on there. Mm-hmm. Most times, it's the sodium levels that's, that are so outrageously high. On and that has things. to do with preservatives. That's in the preservation of the food and these mono this and glutamite that and all that garbage is garbage. Uh, you can <clears throat> One good preservative that I found in a granola, I think it's called Palo Granola, I got from Costco, and it's preserved with none of the junk preservatives, but it has the mixed to copperol preservatives, which is important to look for when we're trying to help our gut health and and all those other issues that we are finding are so prevalent within our healthcare system right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and, and the thing is, is that um, being allergic to foods is so hard to find alternatives, you know. Absolutely. And, and um, you know, it, it's just terrible for people who have these allergies food allergies, you know, so we need to look for alternative things in yeah, our lives. Absolutely. Um, and, and you don't even always need to have allergies to have these issues. Some people are sensitive to chemicals and, and uh, other things like that as well. So it's, mm-hmm. uh, and you don't even realize that they're in there. Yeah. Righto? What kind of allergies do you have? Well, I used to tell my mom I was allergic to vegetables, but I didn't get away with it. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I, I think I've been lucky. As I, whenever they ask me, like a lot of times when they're going to give you a shot or something, yes. they'll say, are you allergic to anything? My answer is always not as far as I know. Mm-hmm. Like, yes. I have never been stung by a bee. My understanding is bee sting allergy is a very common one. Yeah, I may have that. I don't you know. You ha- have never been stung by a bee? No. Holy wow. Good no. God. Well, hey, when you spend 23 and a half of every 24 hours inside at your computer, you don't see too many people. Yes. Yeah, I yeah. guess so. <laughs> yeah. No, True I'm enough. not that bad. I like to get outside. But, <laughs> but again, Prince George, like this past summer especially, I don't know. Did you guys notice? I don't think I, I don't know if I saw any bees and I saw very few of any mosquitoes. I mean, trust me, I was not complaining about the lack of mosquitoes. Yeah, true enough, true enough. You've got to wonder if that's to do with their um, spraying, because sometimes they do mosquito control. Yeah. But And the thing with that, too, is I think a lot of people, because of COVID, have stayed in the house, have stayed away from public outings, yeah. you know, and large groups, right? So 
we're missing out on a lot of things that are happening outside. You know, and maybe the bees and mosquitoes thought, hey, everyone's taking a break, so I'm just going to hibernate until COVID's <laughs> over. <laughs> yeah, you, you never know, How do you set your alarm for the end of a uh, epidemic, though? <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're exactly. going to be aligning with the bears here and doing this practicing the hibernation thing. Yeah, totally. Well, I would just like everyone to absolutely check out Michelle Frechette's uh, Veg Head Killer Food Truck when they get a chance to because uh, I must say what a wonderful, wonderful little business she has. Anybody who's caught her down at the farmer's market I'm sure can tell. That's for sure. We've got a few really good things happening down here and with our street festivals and the Prince George Downtown Business Association is doing a great job. We gotta like that. Yes. Exactly, you know. Then the year is started. We are at the 10th. Cold Snap Festival is coming. Everyone must know about the Cold Snap Festival here between the 28th and the 5th of 28th of January and 5th of February. Go to coldsnapfestival.com to check it out. This is After 9 and Echo Wiley, Phyllis and Alan saying bye for now. Bye. After 9 is a daily presentation of CFIS-FM. After 9 is produced by Alan Wishart, Echo Wiley, Trudy Clausen, and Rez Krebs. Executive producer is Reg Fair with technical assistance from Stephen Smith. Additional contributors include CBC News and the National Campus and Community Radio Association. Theme music is by The Ebbs. For a rebroadcast of today's program, check out the podcast link at cfisfm.ca. To provide feedback or suggestions for the show, please email cfisfm at yahoo.ca. You're listening to CFIS-FM Prince George, a not-for-profit community radio station broadcasting with 500 watts of power at 